Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. For the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Manic Monday on ZFM Sport. It's a very good evening and I hope you had a good one. If you didn't, well, this is the way to make your day that much better. The team is here. Mike Madura, Chris Meadzi, our producer, Sean Tafirinik, and my name is Barry Manandi. On the home front today, the Cheetahs could only muster one win at the Rugby World Cup Sevens in Cape Town. Uh, but coach Graham Callback insists his rebuilding mission of the National Rugby Sevens side is right on track. Uh, in international sports news, the world of tennis has a new grand champion and a new world number one after 19 year old Spaniard Carlos Alcaraz uh, bagged the US Open to become the youngest player ever to top the rankings. In the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League, Dinos conceded an equaliser to Black Rhinos in added time to hand control of the title race to FC Platinum who now sit 8 points clear of Dimbare at the top of the table. And the second half of the show is the Castle World Football Report and it kicks off in the Bundesliga where new RB Leipzig manager Marco Rose enjoys an ideal start to his tenure after his side blew away his former employers Borussia Dortmund 3-0 in Spain Atletico Madrid made light work of Celta Vigo with a thumping 4-1 victory that saw Los Rogi Blancos climb up the La Liga table and in Italy Atalanta dropped points and dropped to second in Serie A after a 1-0 draw with Cremonese manager Gian Piero Gasperini has warned the road ahead is only going to get tougher The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. We'll start off your local sports news roundup with some cricket news where Chevron's all-rounder Sikandar Raza scripted history by becoming the first player from Zimbabwe to win the ICC Men's Player of the Month award for August. Raza defeated England star all-rounder Ben Stokes and New Zealand's Mitchell Santa to claim the honours with his three ODI centuries during the month. Mike, really cool award this for Sikandar Raza and just deserves for his... Um exploits in the last Yeah, yeah absolutely. Terrific, terrific form and uh, I think uh, for him to be celebrated globally, uh, I think it's a fitting reward uh, for uh, a player who's proving to be the Chevron's most important player. Let's head over to some golf news. The president of Zimbabwe Ladies Golf Union, Margaret Vera, has commended the national golf team for putting local golf on the continental map following their fifth place finish at the All-Africa Challenge Trophy at the Gymkhana Club in Tanzania. The local ladies golf team, which had a blend of young and experienced players finished with a gross total of 476. The team was captained by seasoned Royal Harare Golf Cup player Yolanda Mubaiwa. 
Finish off with some martial arts news. Zimbabwe's top martial artist, Wilfred Mashaya, was honored at the 6th World Humanitarian Festival of Martial Arts Award Ceremony in Montenegro yesterday as he received the Master of the Year Award and the Best Martial Arts Police Instructor of the Year. Mashaya was also handed a Shihan Certificate in Self-Defense by the World Federation of Mas- Martial Arts. Speaking from Montenegro, the Zim Ninja founder said he's grateful for the recognition. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. Like we said, we're talking about our, our sevens team, national sevens team, the Cheetahs, and their coach, Graham Callback, insists his rebuilding mission of the national rugby seven side is right on track, despite his team's failure to make an impact at the Rugby World Cup sevens in Cape Town. The New Look Cheetahs capped off their campaign at the global tournament with a 31-17 win over Jamaica at the Cape Town International Stadium. Zimbabwe's consolation win against the Jamaicans meant they avoided the embarrassment of finishing the competition as the lowest-ranked side and as they settle for a 23rd place finish out of 24 teams. Let's hear from Cheetahs player Godfrey Magaramombe as he reflects on Zimbabwe's performances. It's always hard to adjust uh, the nerves getting into the game. So I think some of the guys um, just need that uh, extra switch uh, early on in the game. And uh, if that is fixed, I think we'll be able to play them. I think when it, when it comes to rugby, you just have to push and shove and work against all odds. At this stage, we, we're not really focusing on our positions. We are building team uh, still fresh. So I think we'll be doing our work-ons, taking each game by, by each game as it goes, and hopefully we just get keep on getting better and better and better. See. Now, although the Cheetahs' overall performance was a far cry from past performances when they used to go toe-to-toe with some of the best sides in the world, callback remains optimistic for a bright future ahead for his young side. Mike, having seen the Cheetahs perform in this uh, tournament, do you agree with Graham Callback? Uh, I don't share his enthusiasm yeah. uh, because what I saw uh, at the World Cup was weak. Uh, it was insipid. Uh, and uh, I think for them to finish 23rd out of 24 is testament to that. Yeah. Uh, we did, uh, to be honest, uh, predict it, uh, that uh, perhaps if there was a side we could beat uh, at this tournament, uh, then it would be Jamaica. Mm. Uh, and that's exactly what we did. We managed to beat Jamaica. Uh, we had a close run against South Korea. Uh, you know, had the ball rolled our way, perhaps we could have beaten them uh, and then ensure that uh, we finished higher than 23rd. But for me, Barry, it was some of the basics. Uh, and uh, some of the basics are uh, missed tackles. Yep. Uh, and we were just being brushed off you know if guys are running through you guys like guys from Fiji from New Zealand you can take that because Mm. those are bigger units you know they're more powerful they've got a a higher pedigree when it comes to this game than you but um there just seemed to be a lack of effort uh, from our guys. They were yeah. just brushed off too easily uh, in the games that they were playing. Uh, and then we always talk ourselves up as, hey, you know what, this play according to our attributes. I saw none of those attributes. We think we're quick. We're yeah. not quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and we were badly exposed. So when he talks about being enthusiastic about the future, I'm taking a look at some of these players. You know, your Kudzai Mashawis, you know, your Sam Piris, your Nigel Tinaros. Decent players locally. Yeah. Uh, and against African opposition. 
But when it comes to the global stage, it's there for no surprise. We can't go on the full circuit as far as the HSP 7s is concerned. And it's not even a surprise that we finished where we finished at this World Cup tournament. Chris, let's lean into that point that Mike just made about uh, uh, local. And uh, that's one of the pivots that uh, Azamalba Rugby made, whereby they made a decision to use uh, largely young, uh, largely local uh, players who, uh, third point, are primarily specialist sevens players has is the pivot in the right direction as Graham Kovac wants us to believe um not for me if if their performances are anything to go by um I think the only thing that I would take heart in is the fact that these players are still young but when you take a look at okay if you're taking largely locally based players those are semi-professional players they're, they, they're not in a in a continuous regime where they are playing sevens rugby and that becomes a problem because they're coming against nations for whom these are specialist players, yes, but they are the best of the best across the country. Did we take the best of the best and are we taking the best of the best to these tournaments? Mm. I'm, I'm not sure. When I take a look at um, our results, lost to Canada 31-7, lost to Hong Kong, blanked by Hong Kong, 28-0, uh, lost to South Korea 21-19 and then we finally beat Jamaica who were naturally the shakers so i think it's um not necessarily in the right direction i think it's an experiment yes that i think zim rugby wanted to make but i don't think it's gone the way they wanted it hasn't gone the right way at all and uh, that concludes uh, the world cup and certainly uh, the cheetahs uh, participation in it as well as everyone else so what happened and who won it outright I am saddened to say that Mike was right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Final between Fiji and New Zealand, as he called it. And Fiji ended New Zealand's reign as Rugby World Cup 7's champions with a comprehensive and deserved uh, 29-12 win over the All Blacks in the final last night. Uh, On the women's side, Australia's all-conquering 7s team won the World Cup after defeating arch-rivals at New Zealand 24-22 in an enthralling and nerve-wracking final. Let's start on the men's side, Mikey. You were absolutely spot on and my God, Fiji is bloody good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very good. Uh, and uh, they showed it against New Zealand. Uh, I, I, I thought it would be a bit closer than that, but uh, just the the ability that Fiji has uh, and the way they're able to finish off chances, the offloading barrier uh, at speed, Mate. Uh, and uh, the support play. I think the most impressive thing is that whenever there's a Fijian runner on the ball, there yeah. are at least two or three options uh, that he's got available, so he can offload right. He can offload left, he can offload back. Yeah. Uh, and so you don't quite know who to pick up as a defender. And that's what makes them a really, really difficult team to play against. So uh, their victory deserved, but mm. for me, it, it, it wasn't surprising. It wasn't uh, so you know, I think they've shown that... Um, they're the best side especially over the last 24 months when it comes to the sevens game Uh, and I know we talked up uh, the blitz bucket but they they were just beneficiaries of the fact that no one else was travelling and playing rugby Uh, and so that's why they got the higher ranking uh, leading up into the World Cup Uh, but uh, I think when you see the way that uh, the likes of Fiji play the game uh, you realise that it's a step up and and Mike talks about the attacking prowess the offloading and all that but uh, also very impressive certainly in this game uh, and in games prior to the final their defending was immense. There's oh, one yeah. point where New Zealand couldn't get out and there were only seconds left on the board when they needed to be going in the other direction. <laughs> they were actually they were going back towards their try line. <laughs> that's how good the Fijian defence was. So yeah. a, a very balanced team. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the key attributes of this team is they don't necessarily just have the one strength. I think wherever you look across this team, across the pitch, I think they have some incredible tactics, incredible talent there as well. So I think that's what also gave them the edge over New Zealand. 
Zealand, I think they're a much more balanced team. My far more balanced. And uh, on the women's side, Australia ultimately running out uh, winners. No surprise there either. But a very entertaining final. Yeah, I was a bit uh, surprised, to be honest. Okay. I fancied New Zealand to win this one. But uh, New Zealand let themselves down by getting that yellow card. Uh, and in an evenly balanced game, uh, anytime you're going to be down uh, to uh, a player less, uh, you're going to be hurt. And ultimately, that's actually where they were hurt. Uh, the points that uh, the Australians were able to put on the board. I think during that period, they were able to put 12 points on the board uh, when uh, New Zealand were down uh, a woman. Uh, uh, or a man, or whichever way you want to put it, uh, when the daughter was uh, a woman. I think that's what ultimately that indiscipline uh, is ultimately, and it was because of of lip. To yeah, be honest, yeah, uh, yeah. she lipped off the, the the referee, and the referee showed a yellow. Yellow. Yeah. Uh, and they'll look back at that moment and think to themselves, you know what? Had Those we remained a full mm. complement mm, uh, yes. on the field, I think yeah. New Zealand had enough in that uh, game uh, to get over the line. But Australia running out uh, the gold medalists uh, at the World Cup and winning it outright. So final. Placings on the men's side, uh, Fiji winners in second New Zealand and third Ireland uh, who um, defeated Australia in that... Uh, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, very hard to come out, isn't it? <laughs> after, after you tipped Australia to win the tournament, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what? Sha, I gave you your coffee. I, I really did. And I was gracious. So take it and then run. Now, I'm sorry why you're just mumbling. In fifth, Argentina, sixth. France and then uh, the blitz pocket down in seventh position on the women's side. Uh, won by Australia um, and then second New Zealand and third uh, France in fourth was the United States of America. Fiji actually coming out fifth on the women's side. So there's also good stuff happening uh, on that side of the draw as well. Right. We're going to talk tennis next straight after this. International Sports News Roundup where the world comes out to play. When he gets up off the ground, he'll be the number one player in the world. Z. Uh, to everyone listening and in the studio, ask yourselves, what were you doing when you were 19 years old? <laughs> you certainly weren't world number one. Now We have a new US Open champion, Carlos Alcaraz. He's, uh, he says everything has come, quote, so fast after he won his first major title in New York and became the youngest member, uh, men's world number one, uh, one no, world number one in history. You see what you've done to me, Michael? <laughs> Alcaraz, uh, who, is a nine, who is 19, achieved both feeds with a four-set, six-four, 267663 win over Norway's Kasper Ruud early this morning. Let's hear from the new world number one. Uh, it has been a, a great round here in the in US Open. Obviously, it's uh, great to, to have the trophy here. Uh, but uh, I would say I. I mean, I overcome myself uh, a little bit. I mean, I. Yeah, I, I played uh, great matches high intensity during the, the, the two weeks that uh, I've never done before. Uh, I just uh, can say that I'm, I'm really happy to uh, move on to, to be number one of the world, to uh, get uh, still growing, so I'm, I'm so, so happy. Z. 
Uh, Carlos Alcaraz, of course, a US Open champion and now world number one, Chris. And in truth, um, you know, ZFM Sport, we've been saying he's one to watch for a long mm. time. And we said he was due a major uh, and a Grand Slam. And here he is. He's a Grand Slam champion. Yeah, and to be honest, I, I didn't expect it to happen at the US Open. I think the US Open, there were a couple of other people, I think, who had tipped to win it. Definitely um, well-deserved. And I think it's interesting that when his coach speaks about him, he talks about, about the fact that this player's he feels is still only playing at 60% of his potential, which is natural considering his age. So great things to come from him, hopefully, if he can sustain the momentum. Indeed. And uh, look, with uh, the big three, uh, let's let's be fair, on their way out, Mike, uh, in truth, uh, he could be the next wave. Not to put any pressure on him or to, to try and, uh, uh, you know, try and amplify something that oh. isn't. But when you see him play... He's one of the good ones. I'm not going to put that uh, pressure on him, Barry, because uh, what we saw from the big three is the ability to go through periods of dominance, of dominance uh, where sure. they pick up yeah. three, two, three, two uh, Grand Slams every year yeah. for over a decade. Uh, you're asking too much uh, of him at this stage. I think what he's shown is that he's got great potential uh, and not just great potential, he also has versatility. Uh, he's very good on clay. Uh, I think the last time we talked him up was during the French Open. French Open yeah. uh, he's very good on clay. I think he actually defeated uh, Rafael Nadal in Mexico, I think, in the lead up uh, to the French Open. Mm. Uh, and he went into the tournament as actually was one of the pre-tournament favourites. He's also proved to be very good on the hard courts as well. So, He's going to be a threat in Australia where Novak Djokovic is going to be missing. Missing, Uh, So he certainly goes in that tournament as one of the pre-tournament favourites as we head into Melbourne. But that's what, three, four months away? So he could suffer a loss of form, but on the showing uh, of Flushing Meadows, he's certainly a very good player. On the women's side of the draw, world number one, Iga Sviantek says winning her her first title on the US Open hard courts uh, provides confidence that, quote, the sky is the limit for her career. Poland's Sviantek uh, became the ninth woman to win the th- a third major title before her 22nd birthday after beating Tunisia's Ons Jobet uh, 6-2, 7-6 in the final. Let's hear from the new US Open champion. Well, it's hard to describe it in one sentence, but, you know, I'm just super proud of myself because it was an easy match, even though at the beginning I, I was dominating. I knew that um, it's going to be tight and I knew that, you know, she's going to, honestly, she's going to use any mistake that I'm going to make. And I I didn't want to back out. And second set, it got really physical. Um, and I'm happy that I got my um, level of energy up a little bit more so I could finish and be really precise in those uh, moments where I needed that because, uh, yeah, we, we played on a really good level today. Z. We're talking about dominance, uh, Chris, on the, on the men's side, saying that you've got to be able to repeat and repeat and repeat. Um, I guess Fiontek is certainly looking like she has the capacity, if not the ability, to do that. Yeah, um, I think when you take a look at just this year, this is a second major win in 2022 and um, first on the um, French Open clay. So I think when you're taking a look at just the run of form that she's had, she's come into this tournament well and she's been able to capitalize on every scenario, I think, in the tournament that she's played in. Yeah, taking advantage of the fact that uh, there is no Ash Barty on the circuit at the moment, but that's not to diminish the significance of this win at the US Open. Certainly looking good for Aiga Sviantek. Let's take you around the world in 60, then it's time for Boraredu Ibolaletu. Hi, this is Benjamin Locke. I'm on the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. 
Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We take off in England where Ben Stokes vowed England would keep up their bold approach to test cricket under Brendan McCullum after wrapping up a 2-1 series win over South Africa at the Oval this afternoon. The match was shortened to three days after the first day was washed out and the second day scrapped following the death of Queen Elizabeth II. England still need less than half an hour to seal victory by nine wickets in front of a sparse crowd in London. Head over to the United States where Tom Brady says he's pleased as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won their first game of the UNF season with a dominant defensive display against the Dallas Cowboys. The seven-time Super Bowl winner threw the only touchdown of their 19-3 victory as he became the first 45-year-old starting quarterback in NFL history. Elsewhere, the Kansas City Chiefs were impressive winners, but reigning most valuable player Aaron Rodgers suffered a bad loss with the Green Bay Packers and will touch down in Italy where Max Verstappen produced a dominant performance at the Italian Grand Prix to deny Charles Leclerc victory as he secured a fifth successive win. Verstappen started from seventh after a grid penalty but was up to second after just five laps and clearly held a pace advantage over Paul Sitter Leclerc. Verstappen's first victory at Monza stretches his world championship lead over Leclerc to 116 points with six races Remaining. We're going to talk more about that tomorrow. That's our Formula One report, and it's proudly brought to you by Zimoko. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. The top tier of domestic football is what we're discussing next. Now, Dynamo's coach Tundra Indiraya says he's not giving up on the title race after the Glamour Boys dropped points against Black Rhinos yesterday. The second place Harare Giants were held to a one-all draw and fell eight points behind leaders SC Platinum, who themselves won. Let's hear from Tundra Indiraya. It's all about uh, mental strength. Um, of course, uh, there's also uh, uh, the physical element uh, in it because... Um, in as much as you want to try and put the ball on the ground, uh, naturally you end up um, 70% of your time uh, playing the ball uh, in the air. We've got confidence. Uh, the team, the team has got confident. But I think I think we've gone for about uh, seven or eight games now unbeaten. Um, we've got a good result uh, in those very difficult conditions. So what we need at the moment is our results, and I'm glad that they've been coming. See. He's glad that the results have been coming, not the result that he wanted yesterday, Aloisa. And uh, in truth, it's a, a huge setback in terms of the title race because FC Platinum, as always, has hit consistency. Yeah, uh, it's not the result that he wanted. You know, if it was any other time during that uh, trying times when they were not getting results, a draw at Vengere Stadium would have come in handy. He would have uh, uh, applauded. He would have uh, uh, welcomed the, the one point. But because he needed to be consistently winning, not just to be consistent with the result, consistently winning, because FC Platinum, that's what they are doing. They are on top of the log and they are consistently winning. So he needed to maintain the gap. And we said that Chigenin had lost ground and it was up to Dynamo to maintain uh, the gap by consistently winning. So drawing against the Black Rhinos was not a gain of one point. It was a loss of, a loss of uh, two points, which actually widened the gap between themselves and FC Platinum. And with just a few games to go now, I don't see them catching up. And the, uh, the, I mean, the equaliser coming in the manner that it did must have been very, very uh, painful, uh, Chris, because the timing of it and yeah. added time, um, it coming from a fumble. Uh, I, I mean, I recall watching a, a movie where uh, it was a sporting movie. I can't remember the name of it. 
but uh, <laughs> ultimately the coach said you just dropped the cup my son and time on Vula the diamonds yeah. goalkeeper by fumbling that cross into his own net may have dropped the championship for Titans. Yeah, um, I think when you're taking a look at just that entire scenario, um, incredibly problematic, incredibly unfortunate as well. I think right up to that end part, I think they had kind of gotten to a place where they thought, you know what, we snuck a win out of Vingere. Yeah. But unfortunately, that was not going to be the case. And it's unfortunate that it came from an error on their part. And not necessarily that this was a particularly well-worked goal or anything like that but just an error on their part. But, but I think it's the pressure because uh, yep. Black Rhinos in the second half were all over Dynamos. It was attack after attack after attack uh, and so eventually uh, you know when the ball is being played in your box uh, things like that can happen. happen. Yeah, 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 it can yeah. happen. Uh, and so they failed to manage the game, Dynamos. And when they did try to manage the game, uh, I thought it was too early. You know, employing delaying tactics in the first half of the game, uh, that was a bit too early. Uh, and, and, and you just hand the initiative over to the other team because they begin to believe that you know what uh, how, how, so let, let's go on the front foot and that's what Sticks Mutizo got his side to do play front football and Dynamos was uh, back paddling Mike how good a job has Sticks Mutizo done since replacing her, replacing well we, we, we thought he'd come in there and be primarily a motivator yeah. uh, you know because uh, we, we view him we view him as old school yes uh, you know and uh, he's certainly uh, not one of these young managers that we've got going around in our low local league, you know, your uh, Tondera Indirayas, you know, your uh, Norman Mapeza, your Lloyd Chitembres, Th- those are young managers that take we sure see Chiragui, everywhere, yeah. take short Chiragui, uh, the age of our coaches has gone down, uh, Stanford Sticks Mutizwa is right up there with um, Jose Brito uh, yeah. at Highlanders as some of the senior statesmen uh, in our local league so uh, it's been a breath of fresh air and very surprising to see that, you know what, he still reads the game very well yeah. Uh, did that as a player. I mean, he's one of the finest midfielders to come out of our nation. Sure. Uh, and he's also read the game very well. And what I like is that he's got black riders playing attacking football. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so they are playing like a team coached by Six Mutizwa. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a Six Mutizwa way is what Mike is obviously saying. Well, it's going to make the, uh, the is it the semi-final or quarter-final? The quarter-final between uh, FC Platinum and Dynamos this weekend in the Chibuku Super Cup at the National Sports Stadium. A very tasty affair on Sunday. Uh, given Stans has got to go for it. Yeah, he's got to go for it. That's the one. If you want to appease the Dynamos faithful right now, there's no better way than to come off this disappointing result versus Black Ryan by beating FC Platinum in the cup, and yeah. then making yourselves favourites in the cup. He's yeah. got to do that. Otherwise, if he loses to FC Platinum, I can see that that, that grumbling again. It starts again. It's going to yeah. start. It's going to start again. The angel of death will be close by. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another action. Now, a brace by unsung hero Lionel Chikua propelled Highlanders to another set of three points against Triangle, following a 2-0 win at Barberville Stadium yesterday. Chikua uh, converted from the spot three minutes into the game after Triangle defender Tawanda Musari handled the ball inside the box off a divine Mindirira cross. He got his second in the 65th minute after some beautiful exchanges with Mindirira. We've been talking about divine Mindirira a lot when it comes to Highlanders because he's doing a great job. But Linus Chikua has been quietly getting on with it and also delivering very important goals, hasn't he, others? Yeah, he has has been doing well. You know, uh, it's refreshing. You know, these are not the 
your all-time names that we have been used to, Rodo Shinyengeteres and, you know, those uh, uh, old names that we, we were so used to. These <laughs> are new names, yeah, these are new names that are coming through and doing well in uh, in our local league. And I'm liking the way the way that is being done at Islanders. They're playing exciting football, they're getting results, the fans are behind them, everything is working. You remember, Barry, what we always say, yes. when everything is working together. When everyone is in unity. When it, when, yes, things happen and this is exactly what is happening at Islanders right now. Evening ZFM sports team, a message has come through. Highlanders' progress has been phenomenal to think that they are a point behind Chicken Inn. 20 match days prior, it seemed impossible that they'll be in mm. this position they are in. Yeah. A couple of foreign coaches, as good as the Highlanders one, will do our football good. And and that's the thing. They, there's a way that Highlanders is playing, Barry. Mm. They've got a, a certain way they're trying to play their yeah. game. Yeah, they, they, they have a way that they're playing. And uh, I get the sense, Chris, that uh, we're seeing Highlanders getting results. I, I do, however, feel that they need maybe one or two pieces just to complete the puzzle. And if they complete the puzzle, uh, I fear for the rest of the league. Yeah, and it's it's important to note that they're still not playing as good as they could be. When you talk about those a couple of missing pieces, they haven't probably perfected the system uh, that Jose Brito wants to, well, the style that he wants to play in. It hasn't been perfected yet. And one wonders exactly where Highlanders would be if they'd actually started the season with Jose Brito. I think there's some work that's been done there. A few more pieces, and I think they can make a real challenge for uh, the championship. I think next season, if they get those extra pieces, I think Highlanders will be right. Yeah, you see, he's an intelligent coach. They're playing against opposition. He has got a purse. Remember, he's got the money. Mm. I'm sure he's looking yeah. for players for, 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 for him to get to complete those pieces. Right. I'm absolutely sure that we are going to see very good signings for Highlanders. It won't be the signings that everybody might be expecting. Might be expecting yes, yeah. because of this guy, I believe that he knows what he's doing, he knows what he wants, and I'm sure that you will be surprised the players that he's going to pick and they're going to fit straight away into his into his uh, squad. Uh, what, I, what I liked about his approach is that he didn't immediately dip into the transfer yeah. market, yes. yeah. even yeah. though he actually had opportunities yes. to. Though yeah. We know that he was offered a blank check mm. uh, to go shopping when he was employed by Highlanders, sure. but he turned down that opportunity so that he could assess the playing staff at Highlanders in the first team, but also take a look at Bosso 90 to see if there were any green shoots there, uh, players that he could work with in the first team. So he's getting a very good idea of who he's got yeah. in his squad mm-hmm. yeah. and then the holes that he needs to pluck and the players that he needs to bring in so I think that's an astute way rather than just go and buy we've seen other clubs uh, just generally go no buy no names mentioned yeah. <laughs> no names mentioned yeah. <laughs> they, they generally ju- players. yeah they generally just go shopping <laughs> you know they unveil six, seven, eight players but this is a guy who has been studying the game the local game first of all trying to understand his club secondly trying to understand the local game how we play football here in Zimbabwe and then thirdly also believing in youth because that's the one thing that we lack in Zimbabwe an infusion of young young players and a message from Prastuza and Sky says that Chukua boy is the next big thing at Highlanders yeah and uh, also uh, in just just supporting your point uh, he started Rafael PTC uh, in goal uh, over Ariel Spanda Ariel Spanda has been you remember you're talking about old names yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) Ariel Spanda is one of those old names and Rafael PTC I actually think on talent alone yeah uh, PTC should be in goal yeah Uh, I think 
think uh, Arios Banda, it's it's now the name and the fact that he's the club captain. Yeah. It'll make you very different. And the car that he's driving. Is it <laughs> make, it's, it's is gonna, someone going to snatch the It's going to make him very difficult to drop. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, so I, I think that's about this PTC boy. We saw yeah. him at Tel 1. Yes. Uh, you know, phenomenal very keeper. Very yeah. agile. Yeah. And if he gets a run of games, I think he can show exactly how good he is. Yeah, I, 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 I think, I think Arios' number. I think his numbers are... Uh, yeah, I, I think I think it's he, done. He's, he's, there's a number. Also, it's it's getting difficult to to shed the weight, uh, and that's just I think a function of of, uh, of the, the age, um, and as a result, it might uh, cause him to struggle with agility and also uh, your results in match <laughs> day 27. A rentals nil all draw with Yada. Uh, Crambon Bullets beating Abulaya City 2-1. Uh, Arad City and ZPC Korea are playing out a nil all draw. And Gezi Platinum Stars one nil over Abulaya Chiefs. Caps United nil all draw against Tenex. Very very drab dour affair that one at the National Sports Stadium yesterday. Uh, Highlanders 2-0 winners over Triangle like we said earlier. FC Platinum of course that 2-1 win over Wawa and the one all draw between Rhinos and Dynamos meaning that FC Platinum leads the league by 8 points. 58 points they have. Dynamos in second on 50 uh, and then Chicken In who play tomorrow uh, are sitting on 45 points having played a game less than the top two. Alright we uh, want to have a bit of a fan zone before we dive into Europe. So send through your messages 0731-168-045. Hit the gram. Follow us on Instagram. Keep us in your timeline. You don't want to miss it. Take a picture of me. See it. Share it. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. All right, I hope our engineer is listening because we've got a couple of messages for him. guys, uh, please do something. And then uh, another message here, yeah, evening ZFM Sports Team Highland. Uh, no, no, that's the Highlanders Progress, is they? Uh, this one is, uh, let me just check it, it's from Kariba. Uh, and he says, Anzi, hi, ZFM Sports Team Masaisai. Kariba. Please eat high plan. I love your show. So, guys, don't worry. Don't worry, we'll be, of course, working on that and you should be getting us loud and clear in the western part of the country anytime soon. This is EFM Sports, just a reminder of our WhatsApp platform where you can send us a message and that number, of course, is 0731 Let's get to those messages. And guys, if you were a political party, you would most definitely get my vote. I love the way you present your show. <laughs> that is Shepard Sh- <laughs> Bakuya from Lions Den Clinic. Oh. <laughs> well, thanks, Shepard. Uh, we you. appreciate it. Uh, you. <laughs> we'll stress uh, that we're not a political <laughs> <laughs> And congratulations to Raza for clinching the award. You don't tell us who you are. Hi, ZFM Sports Team. Congratulations to Sikan Raza. He has made history to become the first Zimbabwean cricket player to win the ICC Men's Player of the Month Award and Zimbabwe Women's Cricket Team for flying the flag high. The United Arab Emirates, uh, Chris. Uh, mm. And um, they are playing uh, very well, uh, getting themselves ready for that uh, possible World Cup qualification. Yeah, some good work being done by Zim Cricket. I think it's important exposure uh, 
um, that our women's team is able to get at the moment. And again, the tougher the opposition you play, the better you get. So I think this is a, a really great opportunity for them. Right. Uh, let's go uh, to Hillary Move in Bulawayo, Hillside. He says, good evening, Z Sports team. A special thanks to Brito for bringing the smoke back. Kontu to Ziatunga. I wouldn't mind seeing him working with Nomara on the national team bench when the dust settles in our net. You see, those are... Nah, those are those Leave Brito to work at then another message here says uh, this is Eri from Bulawayo. He says uh, he has to apologize to me. What do you do? Uh, he says uh, I have to apologize to Mike. As all along I thought he didn't like Tuchel, but you know what? He was vindicated. Good show as always. <laughs> Why do people think we hate people? I don't know. It's like people ah. think you hate Lewis Hamilton. Probably. I don't hate yeah. Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> That's probably what people Never think. Never met the man. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they think you hate Manchester United. I just don't like Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> Semantics. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's sports, by the way. I mean, I, 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 I am very old school when it comes to rivalries. Uh, so, uh, don't give me this whole, uh, you know what, let's hug and kiss each other when Highlanders are, is playing Dynamos. No. Yeah, same no, 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 no. I, I don't yeah, believe in that nonsense. Oh, same let's support as groups, get together, and we're going to do a yeah. clean up. That for me is total nonsense. Yeah. We are rivals, and that's it. That's it. That, it's if, deep. if you go the world over, Barcelona and Real Madrid don't like each other. Yeah. Yeah. Manchester United and Liverpool don't like each other. Yeah. Arsenal and Tottenham don't like each other. Yeah. So don't don't try and uh, manufacture these uh, you know friendly to, rivals. Yeah. yeah. To, to my no. vibes. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no, you're very right. right. I, I don't right. even know how we got onto good vibes anyway. Let's read some more messages. <laughs> Before Brito's ascendancy, Boso was associated with indiscipline by players in the field of play, but now it seems they are cool and calm, ready yes. to win matches. Yes. That's a yeah. very good Shower. observation. And it's that. true, yes. because there, there were yeah. a couple of televised incidents of mm. elbows being thrown, yes. and yes. language, uh, and, and also what you what you got. Uh, guys, not only the, the discipline on the pitch, but it spills over into the stands. Uh, under under the previous manager, in case he's listening in Botswana, um, the the, the, there, there was a lot of um, acrimony coming from the stands, yes. missile throwing, and all sorts. And it all stemmed from the pitch where the players were acting as if they had a chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. The demonstrations, yeah, demonstrations, yes, yes. and all sorts. Now it's disciplined football, pretty lovely to watch. And it's coming to stand. I love this guy. You know, at uh, Cut, uh, the that's the National uh, Chinoy University of Technology. Chinoy University of Technology. Yeah, he's he's made a plan. Don't doubt so, yourself. So he says no signal in Chinoy too. I'm actually listening online. So the rest of you get, get online. Get online. Yeah, please, guys, get online. Get, get online, guys. Before the ZFM Sports app. Yeah, get get on the ZFM stereo uh, website and you'll be able to listen to the show. Wow. And then the signal will come back uh, to uh, your place. And then we need to send you, Mike. Anzi, the title has gone to Plastic FC. You know what? People can carry on. You can carry on mocking <laughs> FC Platinum. I don't think they care, Chris. For how long, though? Because here's the thing for me, the people who are, you know, calling it Plastic uh, FC and all of that, how many times has FC Platinum won the league now? 
how many times mm. but there's still no are uh, they just the new boys look at what your old boys are doing take a look at your old boys like Caps United where are they on the league uh, good evening ZFM sports Quite team and we are getting you live and clear here in Durban and that's Mazwi thank you so much for tuning in and we'll wrap it up uh, with this message it's from DJ Bong's regular contributor and he says Peter Mdua used to be a red card hero mm. now he's sober Barry you talked about Ariel perhaps not going to be in that team for too long yeah possible candidate for skipper Peter Mdua 100% if he can keep, mm. if he can keep the, the, the red mist away um, I think he'll be a, <laughs> a perfect candidate uh, your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The Castle Premier Soccer League. La Liga. Serie A. The English Premier League. The Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castle on the Castle Lager World Football Report. We kick off in Germany and here are your Bundesliga weekend results. Werder Bremen losing at home to Augsburg 1-0. Wolfsburg also victors on the road in Frankfurt. They beat Eintracht 1-0. Bayern Munich staggered to a 1-0 draw versus Stuttgart in Bavaria. Hertha Berlin 2-0 draw with Bayer Leverkusen. Hoffenheim thumped Mainz 4-1 while Schalke Ophir did the business over Bochum 3-1. Cologne lost at home to Union Berlin who continued to make great strides in the top flight of German football and then Borussia Mönchengladbach and Freuburg are playing out a goalless draw but the big game saw Leipzig thump Borussia Dortmund as Marco Rose enjoyed a winning return to his tenure in charge of Leipzig with that satisfactory victory against his former side now Leipzig midfielder Dominic uh, Soboslai says he is happy with the win happy that we could we could we could make something as a team so we didn't look at, at each other like it's your mistake it's your fault now we fight for each other we was there for each other and yeah we, we uh, take the three point Z. Uh, well, uh, they're pleased as punch, Barry, and uh, it's always a, a, a good start, I think, to begin your tenure with victory. But this, I think, more resounding than a lot of people anticipate. Yeah, more resounding than anyone uh, would have anticipated because uh, it would have been thought that uh, there would have been an embedding in period for Marco Rosa. Uh, but he's hit the ground running. Uh, we, we never doubted his, his qualities and talents. Sometimes uh, certain clubs don't just match up or uh, there's no gelling between the manager and, and, and uh, the, the club. Uh, and perhaps... Perhaps that's what, that's what happened at Borussia Dortmund. But now, let's see how this goes, but it's a perfect start. I know, it's, uh, you, when you take a look at the way that the champions by Munich have started this season, uh, played six, three wins, three draws. This was supposed to be the opportunity. I think pretty much yep. just like our local league with how FC Platinum started, stuttering and dropping points, FC Platinum. By Munich, the same thing as well. They just can't seem to engage that higher gear. But the teams around them, those that we expected to challenge, like Dortmund, are not taking advantage. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part of it, uh, Mike, because at this moment, when they are stuttering, you wanted somebody, some other team going on a winning strike. By the time they are into gear, maybe they will be like, they will have a buffer, six, seven points ahead. But now, if they are still in within, in and around everybody else, when they start clicking, and they'll be gone. 
and the other teams will remain inconsistent as well. That's the bo- that's the boring part. I always say we don't want a champion every time, every year, ten years, one champion. And this might just happen again because once they start clicking, they will go out and be consistent winning. When the rest of the pack are inconsistent winning here, draw here, and they will be just a bunch of number twos and number one alone, all alone away in front. Bayern Munich in third place. Borussia Dortmund in fifth. At the top of the Bundesliga standings it's Union Berlin still undefeated after six games played. Next up, Spain. The league that makes football all so beautiful. Where artistry and strokes of genius are the order of any day. Where the game is played with a smile and Luis Suarez adds some bite. Suarez! Oh, superb! Two goals in barely a minute. All the news from the Spanish La Liga on CFM Sport. Atletico Madrid debutant goalkeeper Ivo Gerbic says it was a special night for his team as Los Roji Blancos defeated Salta Vigo 4-1 to climb up to the t- uh, climb up the table. I don't know, it's difficult to say, but it was an amazing night with the, the, this with these beautiful fans, and I really enjoyed it. And I give my everything. I think I did a good game and anything must about this situation how is uh, feeling to play it on this beautiful stadium with these amazing fans in one big competition like uh, like uh, la liga and was i don't i i don't like to say easy but i'm a simple guy who who only want enjoyed in the football and i think i tonight really really enjoyed the game and i'm really happy because it was one big night for the atletico fans and i think Every every fan of Atletico going home happy, I think. Yeah, Chris, uh, Atletico had a stuttering start to the season and uh, I think uh, Diego Simeone will be happy uh, to see them come good and in such emphatic fashion and also uh, a nice spread of goals uh, among oh, yeah. some of his key players. Yeah, Angel Correa, Rodrigo de Paul, um, Yannick Carrasco, I think having that spread of goal, first of all, builds confidence. But I think coming off of that 2-1 win over Porto in the Champions League and also getting another emphatic win uh, in the league itself, I think it's... It's good for them from a confidence perspective and I also think for their coach, he, he will still continue to believe in what he's able to do with this team. Well, they'll, they'll take uh, even uh, more heart, Barry, from the fact that, uh, listen, they're coming into some sort of form ahead of the Madrid derby, which is this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, listen, you need to have a head of steam, you need momentum uh, before you go into that Madrid derby and you're yeah. taking on a Real, Real Madrid uh, side that's got a perfect start, five games played, five wins. Uh, so it's, it's, it's going to be a tough game for Atletico Madrid, no doubt. We know what Diego Simeone is going to, how he's going to approach this game, uh, given the record of Real Madrid. That's a question of does his team have the attritional power uh, to withstand the raids by Real Madrid and then nick something on the other end. All right, uh, your La Liga weekend results Girona beat Real Valladolid 2 1, Rayo Vallecano 2 1 victors over Valencia, Espanyol were edged out by Sevilla 3 2, Cadiz thumped by Barcelona 4 0, Lewandowski once again on the score sheet and Ad. 
adding two assists in that game. Real Madrid 4-1 victors over Mallorca. Athletic Club too good for Elche 4-1. Getafe beating Real Sociedad 2-1 and Real Betis edging out Villarreal 1-0. Villarreal conceding their first goal of the season and also registering their first defeat of the season. Real Madrid perfect so far. 5 out of 5. 15 points here in first place. Barcelona in second. 13 points. Real Betis is in third. Villarreal is fourth. And if you're looking for Atletico Madrid, they are in sixth place on 10 points. The Nerazzurri. The Black and Blues. Inter Milan. Barella! And of all the people... Of all the people, Arturo Vidal. The Giallo Rossi, the Yellow and Reds, AS Roma. Pedro, he'll have a go. Oh. It scores! Sensational goal from Pedro as Roma double their lead in the derby. La Viola, the purple ones, Fiorentina. Great support play. Wonderful goal. And Castrovilli, two in two for him. What a fine breakaway goal from Fiorentina. The Bianconeri, the black and whites, Juventus. Ronaldo! Seals yet another three points for Juventus. Tough yet colourful. The best of Italian football on Z. Right, Atalanta manager Gian Piero Gasperini has warned his side that the road is only going to get tougher as they drop down to second position on the log standings following the 1-0 draw with Cremonese. And it's, it's good for him to be speaking like that, Alois, you know, just letting his team know that uh, it's a long season. But we must all be pleasantly surprised with the fact that Atalanta, despite the fact that they lose key players now and again very regularly, are able to regenerate themselves and remain competitive even with a mini listen a minimum budget they, they don't buy big they don't go shopping in the top uh, top supermarkets of world football uh, they know their place so I think their coach really has got a working solution at that club yeah I, I think I think he is one guy who is well uh, well faced with, uh, with football and know exactly the kind of quality that he is looking for sometimes it's not all about big names they are always um, a big uh, good players that are in a team that you can actually pick even if he's not as popular as the other players he's overshadowed by other players that you can pick so they know that they don't have a big budget so those are the players that they just go to sometimes you don't even the, the, the transfers are not even announced you just hear them playing for the team you don't know but usually they are not high profile players and they do it very well like you said they've got a small budget but they know how to do and sometimes I actually think their way of playing as well they play a system that suits whoever they bring to the club yeah absolutely your weekend results out of uh, Italy the key ones Napoli continued with a good season 1-0 victory over Spezia internationally edged out Torino 1-0 Whilst AC Milan won at the Bentogordi versus Sampdoria 2-1. Juventus 2-0 draw versus Salernitana. It should have been three points in that game and three goals. But I think we saw last night the most horrendous, Barry, VAR decision in the history of VAR. <laughs> yes. And what you thought that? The, the record would be held by England yeah. but yeah. Italy has conspired <laughs> how, how do you miss the, 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 the guy is is playing someone onside yeah, yeah, yeah. but at least half a meter yeah, in front of full meter yeah, and they clean missed it so, so I think they just concentrated on the 
players that were in the box. Yeah, yeah. And failed to realize that there was actually a defender on the far side who was playing everyone on. 100%. But it's a shambles. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're, supposed, they're supposed to draw the line. Yeah. All yeah. the way from line to line. Yeah, but then you see the, the, the symmetry is around the last line of defense. Now, it's a question of what you view as the last line. So, like Mike is saying, the guy at the top wasn't even picked up. So, the yeah, line they, was they, they actually the missed place. them completely. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. so where they drew the two lines was with the second last defender. Yeah. 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 They, 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 they didn't even see him. <laughs> How terrible is that? that that's <laughs> terrible. Anyway, we've run out of time, guys. We'll continue these conversations and more on tomorrow's edition. Yeah, there's some uh, Serie A action tonight. Empoli versus Roma, if you'd like to take a look at uh, that. For now, may God wish you bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Manande, out. And it's Messi! The cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madod, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.